0: That's net original podcast. Welcome gentlemen to the Loose Dads podcast.
1: Welcome to Loose Dads from the Dad's net some dads talking dad things loads of dad related bants. Coming up, dance is not a word yeah, I would not be. Word. Word. <laughs> yes,
2: this place <laughs> is it's full nice, of bans. If if you're new to the podcast, this is Jim. He says Bans. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm the hip young cool one. Um I'm trying out some new words for twenty twenty two, what can I say?
3: Okay. Um but across this... through that one, Jim. <laughs> hey,
1: you know what? You've got to in any market research you've seen the apprentice, right? They have to go through the market research, they have to click off the they do the market research after they've made the product. I've never understood that bit because it's too late then Then they just have to go to the pitch and go oh they hated it it was awful but that's kind of related to how I'm going to introduce you all to this podcast to the listeners
3: (laughs) oh no Uh,
1: it's the week that the BBC has come under fire from Nadine Doris the culture secretary saying it's the last time they're going to negotiate the licence fee lots of people talking about getting rid of it so I thought I would introduce the panel in terms of the BBC show that most represents them <laughs> brad's of course known for his renovations he would have to be homes under the hammer of course yes oh, yes oh, Jim. one of I the best programs him.
4: i love that show you, <laughs> had few, you had a few options though didn't you
1: i did and i did go through them all i did I googled uh, home improvement shows BBC and I was going to go changing rooms, but I uh, that's crossed over to one of the rivals now.
4: It's on Channel 4, isn't it? So, um, oh, yeah. So, you were right to but, go to Homes
3: Under the Hammer, Jim.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay. that is I'll funny. That. that is actually the nicest introduction you've ever done for me, Jim. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's something else I'm trying out for 2022. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, that's the old strapline of Homes Under the Hammer for you,
1: Brad. Uh, Jack Jack is well known for his hobby, which is mainly bringing in guitars into the house, fixing them up and sending them out. He is basically Loose Dad's Repair Shop. Oh, a <laughs> programme I have never heard of. No, me neither. How? Have you not? <laughs>
3: repair Shop. Oh, Jim, I have. It's a good well, show. I don't repair watch shop. daytime TV,
1: obviously. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's prime time. The Re- r- Repair up. Shop was sort of prime time, middle of the first sort of lockdown it came out. And what it was... Was uh, all these people have these treasured items and they're all broken and they take them in and there's like a big barn full of experts and the experts put them back together again and it's a warm, cosy feeling and that got people through the first lockdown. Uh, And there's always tears. There's crying when they get this back. Although in this case with you, it's your wife crying because you've brought another guitar into the house.
2: (laughs) Can I I just let you in on a little uh, behind-the-scenes action here? Always. It's not just guitars. Ooh, uh, on my is. on my workbench currently, a child's microphone stand. Oh, nice.
3: Okay, what's going on here? Oh, uh,
2: that's snap. Children are shits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> a wooden basketball game. What? Children are shits. <laughs> uh, what part of, part of the kitchen that this I is all uh, to be repaired? The, oh yeah yeah yeah. Part of the kitchen that I uh, bought and made for them for Christmas. That's already fucking broken.
1: This yes. is another BBC show. This is like the generation game where they've got the conveyor <laughs> belts.
3: Where's the cuddly toy. toy that we need to fix? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and we've got, uh, also on the podcast, is Sparky. Sparky known for his laugh all the way through these podcasts. Uh, so he'd be chuckle vision.
3: <laughs> I, oh wow! Okay, uh, I've done work with them guys as well. Just so you know, I've done panto with the Chuckles, so uh, that's on my CV. You
4: know, uh, I thought I'd lived in this country long enough that I'd integrated, but like, you I don't only know Chucklevision. Wow, only knew one of those shows, and that was the one you chose for me. So well done, Jim, because the other ones hey. I have no idea you don't about.
2: Chucklevision, chuckle, chuckle. I mean, that's really,
1: really chuckle, sad chuckle for the vision. Chuckle Brothers. They're the chuckle only one you've heard vision. of is Homes Under the Hammer, but maybe <laughs> <hey,
4: yeah. laughs> <laughs> these <laughs> British icons. were they were they okay I moved here in 2007 were they really big from 2007 onwards or were they They, pre-2007 this is a big moment yeah but like, like like not now like people don't like you don't now you know about well, now him, one of Brad. Dead, Brad, so. they,
3: these guys have been huge for for like five decades. Like, this is like explaining something that is an institution in Britain to an alien. This is like you know if you've never heard of. <laughs> this is a big moment, right? Because However, yeah, I am
4: a legal alien. Let's just put that out there. that's fine. Yeah. I know we we'll yeah. your visas,
3: mate. They're all yeah. good, right? <laughs> but literally, the premise is, and saying it to you, this will sound weird, but it's a kids' TV program where two blokes drive around on a pedal-powered car and get the ladders and uh, put the ladders up and get themselves into all sorts of weird mischief whilst sporting moustaches.
4: Um, so what <laughs> would not
1: not a say? They're two program, middle-aged right? men, but they're kind of upper-middle-aged men. It's, like, it's very odd. You would not expect men it, of that age to appear on children's TV, but they yeah. do.
4: Uh, so it's children's TV. I moved here as an adult. Why would I be watching children's TV? because you have many children. adults watch that you have yeah, the plus mate did
3: the did chuckles for life not just for childhood come on Brad you're <laughs> not, not understanding
4: <laughs> this not, not, not once though did they ever ever come on to CBeebies or CBBC or anything like that when oh, i was man. watching with the kids when they were growing up not once not once guys i've never i've i, I have heard of the chuckle brothers i have not heard of chuckle vision what is call it called chuckle uh, vision, yeah. Chuckle yeah. vision. Did, you, yeah.
2: did you never like okay since 2007 have you never been to panto
4: no, no, I haven't. Oh never yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, never saw no, I their haven't. bread
3: and butter. You've no. assimilated in some sorts, Brad, but you seem to have uh, have looked past the Chuckle Brothers. Or okay, Ch- I'm okay, sorry, Brad, guys. Brad, I'm here's sorry. a test.
2: Here's a test, Brad. Okay, to me. Oh, oh my no. god oh
1: no, no
3: no no wow that is amazing no, that no. that has just happened
1: <laughs> that okay. should be on the british citizenship test and if you can't finish that sentence off
3: you back you, you go on that boat out you go to me to you to me to you that's all you needed to do brad i can't believe you don't know it. wow that is amazing that's great it shows up, it, it's like, you, you know, you make, me, you make me feel like when someone mentions a YouTuber that's got like 50 billion subscribers and I've never heard of them. Like, at least yeah. you make me feel better for that. Yeah. Right? So, so, so thanks, Brad. I
1: think. Anyway, we're Loose Dads. The BBC programme I'd be uh, one foot in the grave. There you go. uh, I I don't believe
3: it. I don't believe it.
1: Coming up, we'll answer the big questions of the week from the Dadsnet groups on Facebook. We'll look inside the news to see how it affects parents. And we'll start off with uh, just a chance to play some games. Should we have the Loose Dads games?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's...
1: Game time. Game. So what this is, is we just start every show with a different game, unless we find one that we really like and we want to do it again, in which case we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring the game this week. It could be another panel member another week. They could be bringing some kind of entertainment to the first part of the Loose Dads podcast. And for today's entertainment, we're going to play a game called Worst Place, Best Place. So I'm going to ask you questions based around the best place for doing something or the worst place for doing something. So I just need your honest answers, please. First one is the worst place to spend the day with the kids. Brad, where is it for you?
4: The worst. Ooh, worst place to spend the day with the kids. Uh, uh, At home? (laughs) just trapped inside lockdown lockdown (laughs) Lockdown. oh my god Kevin fever sets (laughs) in worst place to 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 be with the kids 24-7 definitely at home
1: (laughs) how about just for an hour or so still home Uh, the car right oh yes Mm. that's a good one yeah the car's
4: a terrible one dude honestly I, I, I can't the, the, the fit of rage that I get like I don't know if it's the same for you guys but like we could park up somewhere and I just find myself giving the nine mile stare out of my window because all they do is just make noise in the back of the car and I, I can kindly say guys please and I legitimately this is a conversation I had with Logan last week we had parked up and I started my nine mile stare because I'm like I, I can't deal with this and then Logan goes What's wrong, daddy? And I said, I'm going to be honest here with you, dude. You guys, sitting in a car with you is one of the worst experiences for me ever. You have no idea how irritating you guys can be. And to be fair to him, though, he went, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And then he shrugged it off and carried on being an asshole anyway. So it was fine. Yeah. He didn't take it to heart. But at least I felt better. I kind of was like, hey, I got that off of my chest. And he wasn't highly insulted. It felt like a bit of a (laughs) win-win. It's the day that they invent that Star Trek-style
1: teleportation is the day that parents rejoice, isn't it? Because it's just, you know, if you were... Let's go to the zoo. Brilliant. It'd be nice when we get there. Oh, but the hour and a half journey there and back... And it's going to be terrible on the way back because they'll have had sugar and they'll be tired (laughs) and they'll be overstimulated by having watched massive giraffes running around or whatever. (laughs) so really the moment we- you can just go and turn up somewhere it'll be amazing
2: we've uh, not long entered the um how many minutes until we get there phase how many minutes until we oh. get there you go like if, if we're driving to my mum's it's three and a half hours away we're like ah. Oh a lot of minutes
3: goes, yeah. he goes, like, he goes sums counting his fingers in the front oh, line I miles. don't know
2: a lot of minutes it's like don't ask 240 you're not, not going to be happy with the answer because it doesn't matter <laughs> what answer you give be it three and a half hours or ten minutes the response is but ten minutes is a long time, time. <laughs> mm. no it's not well how long is it count to 60 ten times I can't count to sixty. Oh
3: God! <laughs> you know what? I actually think this is one thing we can all like fully agree. And I would say car is the worst place to be, with, like with Jackson. When he's yeah. trapped in, he's like he's at that stage now as well where he um, is just saying everything as you're driving along. So it's so it's cute, but you know it's on the edge of running out of its cuteness because we're like <laughs> driving along the road and you'll be like car, car, truck. <laughs> (laughs) truck car red car blue car and I'm like we do it's like the bloody generation game again I don't need this I I can
2: see it son I know know I know what you mean so much about that being (laughs) on the edge of this cuteness like if a grandparent comes in and they see that and then like they don't hear that you know 24 hours a day then yeah that's really cute for that moment but just 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 not quite for you I'll
4: tell you what sort of conversations you guys have to look forward to is um so Cole has got um, I mean I've always said to Sha, I think he might be on the the cusp of um, the spectrum. I like I've always said right, sometimes. Yeah. However, however, there's a flaw in my theory because he these teachers have absolutely nothing but amazing things to say about him. Can come home and be the world's biggest dickhead. Okay? <laughs> and so he knows that there's that difference, and and when he acts up, we threaten him and say, "I'm gonna tell your teacher." Oh my God, you would swear I just told him he's about to, he's about to die. No, don't no. tell my teacher. <laughs> so anyway, so we we've always been asking him for the teacher, the teacher. Um, uh, what is it the, the, um, the way he treats his teacher we want that as well we don't want to just be treated right, like okay. second grade citizens we want the, the teacher treatment <laughs> and um, so like the last few days he's been doing it and it's been I'm like, like mind blowing like he has been so good this morning we had to put on some uh, his school trousers and he didn't like them because they were stretchy right I'm okay. like dude got nothing to do about it we need to go to school we gotta go getting him into the car and he's kind of still wow, wow stretchy stretchy my conversation went to this. Dude, could you imagine if the Incredible Hulk didn't wear stretchy pants, right? And it was just regular Bruce Banner in his trousers and then he hulks out into this massive green monster and he tears off all of his trousers and his green willy is flapping around out there for everyone to (laughs) see. (laughs) This is great. And I tell you what, he loved that, he laughed and that's it, he was off of it. Didn't care, didn't care. So the conversation it's going to change guys it's, it's the cuteness and all that yeah it might irritate you but it's going to use analogies in other ways I can't wait to talk to Jason about the Incredible Hulk's cock which also led to conversations about what size would the Incredible Hulk's poo be so of course okay. of course yeah
1: yeah. Can, yeah, that sounds like a regular conversation that we'd sort of have at our houses. It's very much about the pooing habits of pretty much anything. Um, <laughs> what, what the poo would look like, what it would be like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, I just want to
2: um, pick up, you know, as a public safety thing uh, on Brad's advice about asking for the teacher treatment. Make sure they treat their teacher well. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah. because my kids at nursery... Um, the other day I picked them up and was told that they had both hit her in the head with various toys uh, after she'd asked them to stop. Uh, and then uh, the other week, of course, Jake dislocated her knee.
0: Oh.
1: Was yeah, that so- before or after they stole the stuff out of their
4: lunch boxes?
2: oh that's a constant state of affairs I think it was oh, part right. of the process wasn't it
4: <laughs> teacher wouldn't ha- hand over the lunchbox so they dislocated her knee
2: so I'm like I'm like oh don't treat me like your teacher but also not like your dad like <laughs> is there a middle ground oh man what's happening is
3: there Norway? somebody that you like is there somebody yes. that you
1: like yeah, if yeah, yeah. so treat me like that
3: person that would help Treat me like uh, Justin. Like... <laughs> right, we have gone off on a tangent, but we all agree the worst place to be with the kids all day is a car. Sorry, let's. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> you mop it up professionally, Jim. You're, you, you, you do this, mate. Um,
1: best place to spend money. Where's that, Sparky? Where do you think? Where is it for you?
3: Best place to spend money. Uh, Like I always think, the best thing to spend money on is uh, holidays. So I guess a travel agent. um, Like I think that that's the one thing that in my life that I'm the least tight with, and I think it the value for the every pound is worth it. You know, if you go and have a good holiday, like I think holidays are great. So yeah, the best place you can spend Um, money. uh, Good.
1: When was the last time you went into an
3: actual physical travel agent? Um actually when I went to Cuba which was about 2 years ago. Uh 2 no, 3 years ago before um the the, the ca- pandemic. But there's one like and you know right, there's a little row of shops right by my, around the corner from my house which is really sweet like Ramcourt Lane it's called. And it's like a, a little run of has got a got a co-op, got a charity shop and got like a proper old school travel agent. It got bookies. Let's go, uh, no, mate, we're in a good area. Bookies, uh, bookies in a laundrette. <laughs> hey, bookies in a laundrette. No, mate, that's how I know I've made it because it's the first place I've ever lived where there isn't a bookies around the corner.
1: Right. And does the travel agent still smell of coconut? They always like have that little waft of coconut going through To make through, you think
3: holidays. It? Yeah, but yeah. The, the great thing about the... Because the, there's a lot of old people that live around my way, is outside that travel agent, it's just old people queuing up to go on coach trips or well, it was before the pandemic but it's just so cute they just queue up outside they're waiting for the coach to come and take them off to Skeggy for the weekend <laughs>
1: Have you ever met anyone who's been on one of those mystery tours? Because you always hear the story and I, the first time I heard this I thought oh wow this is an amazing story and now five or six people have all told me it so I think it must be bullshit but there was go- they knew someone who'd been uh, at the coast or something and they'd gone on one of these mystery tours and it had taken them back to their hometown for the day and they'd just been stuck back in their hometown (laughs) having a look around and the first time I heard it I thought brilliant but actually so many people have said it I'm a bit like this is just an urban myth isn't
2: it (laughs) there are loads of those stories about sorry I'm going off on a tangent now not related to holidays or mystery tours but that reminded me of a a story I got told at uni about a girl who uh, she she had a one-night stand with this bloke she really liked him Uh, and then in the morning she went for a poo Oh,
0: Whoa! Well, well, this has escalated.
2: I know, I know. Sorry. Um, she went for a poo, and it w- it was so big she couldn't flush it. So she decided to get it oh, in a carrier the window. bag. Gar- no, get it in a carrier bag, um, and take it like with her when she left. She tried to leave. She left the flat, and then realised she'd left it on the kitchen table. <laughs> In a carrier bag. Now, a girl at uni told me this happened to her, right? And I believed it until about four years later when I heard it from someone else as a story that had happened to their friend. And then I've heard it again as something that happened to a friend of a friend. And I'm like, mm, I don't think you're all friends
1: with Emily. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really difficult when someone tells you something and you think, nah, that I know that's bullshit. And, I, oh, I, like I really don't want I'm to smelling. call out on it. <laughs> Like um, like when people that you respect tell you they've seen a ghost and you're like, oh did you! <laughs> oh,
3: really? Whoa, you! You're shocking in it. did. Um, oh dear. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Alright, Jim, where's your best place to spend money? That's a that's a question.
1: My best place to spend money? Um I guess I guess like anywhere that's like ow, <laughs> at the moment, you know, like it's just been I think, you know, there's something about just being able to go out and go to just buy lunch out and not have to worry about like people coughing all over you with COVID and shit like that you know it's <laughs> just like that's one of those things that I really missed during the lockdowns was just being able to go out for the day and you know there'd be cafes open and stuff because you know you had to, if you went anywhere for a while you couldn't there was no toilets anywhere there was no cafes open there was nothing open we went to um uh, Saltburn is placed by the sea which is beautiful but it's an hour and a half away from our house and
3: if you're an hour and a half
1: and there's no public toilets or anything it's, it's not an enjoyable day out
3: <laughs> I mean that was well that was the time that people were getting reported uh, doing their business on the beach and stuff like that during COVID yeah. which really yeah. didn't help the pandemic I'm going to say no, 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 no. No, exactly <laughs> Jim <laughs> actually, were you just, one of those <laughs>
1: just, <laughs> actually to be honest we did find some public toilets but because they were the only public toilets open they were disgusting oh, yeah. but you know, just just being out like just there's nothing better than just having a nice day out with the family while they're not being irritating in the car. It's, just, <laughs> it's a simple thing, but I think it's one thing that over the last couple of years has been a bit lacking.
4: Yeah, for me for me, best place to spend money is definitely like just having a fine meal out. I love it. Good meal nice. out with a nice frosty. Yeah.
2: Nice. No, yeah. These all sound like good options, you know. But none of them are investments,
4: are they? Love all right, uh, uh, buy, buying, buying good, <laughs> buying Dogecoin and cryptocurrencies oh, yeah. and uh, investing on, in stock TV. markets. No, it can and, be more uh, fun
3: than that. Buy Gretsch
4: oh god
3: oh here we go <laughs> here we go we know Jack's answer guitar.com or whatever it's like we know we know alright yeah, good one. one
2: that's the one when you first start buying guitars you know you go to guitar.com
1: <laughs> like the first time you look up porn it's like porn <laughs> 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 uh, so let's have one more then uh, worst place to work uh, Jack where's the worst oh. place to work I
2: don't want to name it uh, because the uh, the lawsuit is still going on, but um, <laughs> I, I actually can't even uh, say the words I said as I quit slash got fired. Um, but that place, uh, a small agency,
1: right? <laughs>
2: yes, worst, worst we'll place leave it to left. work.
1: Yep, <laughs> Brad, <laughs> worst place to
2: work.
3: Safe tiptoe in there, Jim. Well played. Mate.
4: I think the worst place to work would be. A school, a school.
3: Oh, God, yes.
1: That's a really bad place to work.
3: That's my fiancé's career, boy.
4: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know.
1: I know, (laughs) dude.
3: Go for it, because it sounds horrible when she comes home and tells me about it, too.
1: Does she actually enjoy it, though? Does she... I mean, I know there's a lot of (laughs) benefits to it. There's a lot of kind of... um, there's a lot of sort of you know you you feel like you're doing something I guess rather than you know I write about stupid EU laws that I don't care about but that's my (laughs) job and that helps nobody really Um, so does she come home does she get that satisfaction from it because it must be tough
3: definitely but as a she's also like a a head of like department as well so like now at the moment with the pandemic and stuff like she's just like we've got no staff she's just happy when there's more than three people there and they're not threatening closing the, uh, the nursery but I mean she deals with a lot I uh, I will say it's like obviously stuff that I could never ever repeat but also just because she needs to download like some of the stuff she tells me I'm like okay Give I thought it was just playing with kids like you know I thought it was just literally when I say playing like educate playing kids you know like with uh, um, teaching them numbers and stuff because she does early years but Yep. And uh, not being a judgy parent, but it sounds like there's some real crap parents out there. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> just saying, guys. Uh, whoa. So if
3: you're a
1: parent Perry, in the Nottingham area... <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Chances
1: are Sparky's talking about you.
3: Hey, and if, if it is you, just don't listen to this podcast because you disgrace disgrace. You disgust <laughs> me. Uh, sorry, no, Brad, but... So I was going to
1: say, it's not the right answer anyway. There is only one right answer to this, and it's because of a YouTube video that I watched, and that is at the top of the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Because um, there's people who have to go on the top and stand on the top, and there's a YouTube video that made me feel physically sick watching it, of a man standing at the top, just messing about, going, oh, oh,
3: oh, oh How are you doing? <laughs> I'm on a roof! <laughs> what do they need to stand up there for? Change the light bulb on the top to stop playing <laughs> <laughs> the top of it. Exactly, yeah. That's what. of it. Exactly, yeah.
1: Imagine, right? though... You- You got all the way up there and you went, oh, it's a bayonet.
4: I brought a screw one. No! (laughs) God damn it, it's a GU10. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Fuck! (laughs) Non-fadeable!
4: Non-fadeable!
1: This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. We're going to look inside the news, see how it affects parents this week. Up next...
0: So you and I are here listening to this podcast for the same reasons. We're parents, we're tired, we're doing our very best for our children. I had this moment with a friend a couple of months ago. We were talking about keeping the children entertained, and not just entertained, but entertained with an activity that would also facilitate fun and learning. At first, we came up with a few ideas, but as we got deeper into conversation, it became more apparent that throughout every day, there are countless learning opportunities that also keep the little ones busy. So walking the dog and doing a scavenger hunt, baking snacks and counting ingredients, using our recycling pileup for some junk modelling, having breakfast together and making shapes with toast, using sock puppets for our bedtime story. Giggly.co.uk have so many activity ideas that can stand alone or fit in with your every day, all of which provide fun learning opportunities for our children. And on top of the IdeaPat website, they have a fantastic range of resources from games and arts and craft sets to curriculum linked magazine activity packs and role play printouts, all carefully designed to make learning fun for our children. Take a look now at giggly.co.uk. This is Loose Dads
1: from Dadsnet. We have our own Facebook group and you can go and join us on there. Just get onto Facebook and put Loose Dads Podcast in there and then you'll find us. And if you're on the Instagrams as well, then it's at Loose Dads Pod. That's where we post pictures of stuff and nonsense, effectively. that's. That, I mean, you know, I'm not really selling it, <laughs> but you know, you don't come here for the hard sell, do you? Really? You come here for the None. nonsense. <laughs> yeah and 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 if you like the nonsense that that was that was some nonsense there that was free nonsense it wasn't even part of the planned show nonsense that was some extra additional nonsense that maybe we should put behind a patreon link or something like that i don't know
4: (laughs) on a side note though how ugly was i as a child though if you guys look at that photo of me with Hansi Cronier that I posted up on that group that you mentioned. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: Brad, you looked handsome. I'm just doing an Instagram story for our Insta right now on Loose Dads Podcast. Here we are recording the podcast. Uh, Brad just talking about how... Um, Ugly! Attractive he was as a child. Ugly! I mean, they, they can't hear you, but... If He's you a dog! Ever, just, just, Brad doesn't like childhood pictures of himself. Anyway, um, yeah, make sure you listen to the podcast on Friday.
1: oh you were doing a video I didn't realise that that. I'm standing there in the background trying to do a pose (laughs) but at least I had my face pointing towards the camera um, which has been difficult because the camera's in the wrong (laughs) part I've just set everything up wrong I've got this horrible setup today it's not right I don't feel comfortable Uh, anyway should we talk about the news now yeah let's do that this is the news Uh, so in the news it's continuing we've talked about Partygate before Um, basically every day goes by a little bit of information that Boris Johnson has denied (laughs) turns out to be true (laughs) who thought that um there was also the thing where, you know, he said that he'd paid for his decorations and it turned out someone else had paid. And then he went, oh, yeah, but that was part of a trust. And then it turned out it wasn't part of a trust. And then he went, oh, I didn't know about it. And then it turns out he did know about it. So some people but, but, nobody, who don't care about litigation, nobody told some him. people, yes, he said nobody told him about the rules <laughs> that he put in place. They announced every day. Ooh. But yeah, so anyway, you know, some people who don't care about getting sued have called him a liar. And, (laughs) you know, I I was thinking about lies and sometimes there are good lies, right? There are times when you have to lie. Mm -hmm. Would we agree with that? Brad, would you agree?
4: Hell yes. (laughs) Yes.
3: Sparky, how about you? Uh, 100% percent i got a good example. Well, not lie, but withhold information. Is, is that okay go on then well it's just a great example it's just a, an argument two of my friends had actually at my New Year's party right and, and they won't mind me for saying this because I think it's really real and I, I learned from them having this altercation so it's the first time we met my mate Max's new girlfriend um, and um, me, Spud and Max have been friends since we were like know, 16 so like a good 20 year friendship and um, you know we were just Spud was flapping his gums. We all had a few drinks and he told a story about um, Max back in the day. I, I think it might've been about one of Max's exes and, you know, but not to wind his new girlfriend up or anything, you know, just because that's part of the Max that Spud knows. Anyway, turns out then Gwen, Max's girlfriend gets a bit frustrated at him as a word with him. And, um, and, and, and the, the way Max approaches it with Spud is brilliant. Cause he goes, you know, me and Sparky and, um, we'll talk to our partners and it's not like we'll lie to them, but there's information that you will withhold from them yeah. um, because, you no, know, there is. It's like there's information that you won't tell them, not because you want to lie to them, but it's like, you know, they know you from the day they met you and there's a, and everyone's got a past, you know, not everybody needs to know everything that happened in your past. It's not like, it wasn't something horrible or cheating. It's just something that he dis- didn't disclose to his new girlfriend, which Spud, Spud did. And, and that's it. It's like, Max isn't a liar in the same way Boris isn't a liar, mm-hmm. but he just didn't tell us about the party. And that, that until he got found out, then he had to explain it. And that just unravels a load of shit. It's worse for Boris than it is for Max, let's be real, because um, it, it wasn't that bad. But, but he, you but see he what should I mean?
2: have told his girlfriend about the HIV.
3: Uh, it's definitely not that but I think you know it was something trivial but you know that you understand that thing that Max is saying though like you have all got that with your other halves like there are things right now you could think of in the back of your head that you haven't told them not for the want of lying to them you have to say on this podcast but just for the fact that they don't need to know me me and Danny like
2: pretty early on went we don't need to know each other's pasts really do we Like, like like let's just let's just go from here you know like, you don't need to know about. I've probably told her about all the many women I've slept with, but um,
3: <laughs> there are reams of oh, girls yeah. back in the Z day. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean, that also sort of makes sense, doesn't it, anyway? Because you don't really want to know about someone's past relationships, particularly, do you? And, you know, finding out about them, you know, if that makes you think less of the person that you're with, that's kind of weird. That's kind of like. Some kind of preemptive cheating that they did with people before they yeah, even yeah, yeah. knew who you yeah, were. Yeah, it's yeah. like Minority Report cheating or something like <laughs> that. It's um, so yeah. I guess what you mean, I, you know, that that's one of those things, isn't it? So, so there are certain things that you will withhold, certain things that you will possibly even just flat out lie about because that's how things work. And sometimes it's kinder to people to just you know give them some information that's not necessarily right. Where it comes with is. You know how you, mostly when you're bringing up your kids, you're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't lie. Don't lie. You need to tell the truth. But at some point, they're going to need to know, well, actually, there are some points where it's kind of handy to be able to do it. How do you broach that with your children?
4: Brad. Brad, what do you think? (laughs) You'll know. Brad
3: you will know this one.
4: (laughs) Um, We haven't had that opportunity yet to broach the topic. have Have they caught you lying? And I need to caveat my initial response to your question at the beginning of the segment as um, my enthusiasm was mainly about lying to kids and not Not, <laughs> not lying shade. to wives. Oh. So, okay. No, okay. And, and I can caveat that again because um, she was my first girlfriend and that's that. So oh, I don't really have a shade. All right. Well, I don't, you've I don't, come I don't, on. I don't have a I don't, I don't have a shady past to. to um, <laughs> True um, love, Brad. What you have is yeah, true love, and we're all yeah, jealous. That's, Magnificent. It, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Virgin. Yeah. I- <laughs>
3: yes that.
1: also does anyone else think that Shane must be the most patient person yeah, in the like, entire world she's been with Brad an awful long time I know
3: and she's know. still there yeah Brad do you take down all the mirrors in your house because she knows what she looks like right you know she <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> the, the, the benefit the benefit of me being six foot five though dude is I can always see her when she tries to get away no. <laughs> so, so. Um, but going back to your question, um, have they caught me out in a lie? Um, my Logan probably knows sometimes when I'm telling Cole a lie to maybe try and influence his um, judgment, making of judgment or making a judgment decision on something, or doing something, or acting a specific way. So, uh, but being caught out. Mm, not really, not yet, no. So
1: we've had that as well, in that um, I have had to sort of have a word with my eldest, and that sometimes to encourage my youngest to do certain yeah. things in a certain way, to, or, you know, to encourage him to, you know, uh, to, to keep going with something sometimes, you know, because he's quite she's really uh my eldest is really kind of like persistent and she'll keep going with things my youngest if he can't do it he'll just give up sometimes um and so you just sort of need to coax him and tell him that he's done it right and there's times when i've had to kind of like you know behind his back go this is just a good time to tell him this <laughs> right but- <laughs> okay and so we'll persuade him so it's not you know outright lying to him but it is kind of pushing him in a certain direction. And I think uh, she appreciates that because she feels like she's in on the kind she's of adult in the, stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I do feel bad about it though because one of the things I do detest the most is being lied to. And obviously I, I'm, I'm well aware of the irony of the whole situation. <laughs> and, and the amounts of times, like the kids will tell me something, I'll be like, tell me the truth. What do I hate? Lying. All right. So tell me what's going on. Tell me the truth about what's just happened. And then they'll be like, blah, 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 blah. If they ever had to pull that on me, dude, I would be naffed. Because I've always made a thing of like, if they question me, like, if they ever came to me and said, is Santa Claus fake? Hmm. I would would then tell them the answer. Hmm. I wouldn't sugarcoat it but until they come to me with that question it's like you are saying Sparky you're holding back on that information you know I'm just keeping (laughs) it
3: that's it Brad that's exactly it you know what the best parent hack I ever saw on the internet about lying actually to to young kids she's just come to me and it's like um, this woman told her daughter that any time she lied to her a star would appear on her forehead which was great because she knew every time her daughter was lying to her because she'd come to her with her hand on her head like that (laughs)
2: covering it
3: and it's like that is Uh,
4: that is the ultimate parent hack I was like I'm
2: definitely
3: training Jackson on that
1: one (laughs) amazing brilliant Um, Jack have you got a new story I do yeah Um, so
2: Bono right has done an interview uh, and has said pretty much the same thing that I think a lot of people think is that U2's name and songs make him cringe (laughs) he likes vertigo he likes vertigo he yeah. likes
1: vertigo and nothing, and nothing else, else that they've done <laughs> what
2: yeah he hates his voice on them all uh he thinks he's very strained uh he thinks his lyrics are embarrassing just he, it, how old
3: is but, Bono now is he to at to that point, like, self-analysis side uh, age like is he getting himself well, down well they've been like, you two analizing. have been
2: going for like 40 years haven't they
3: yeah dude since 80s <coughs> yeah year. so he's,
2: he's,
1: he's early 60s i think he's 61 and uh and you know i've never agreed with him before but this <laughs> this is something <laughs> i can get on board with uh, <laughs> but,
2: but what i like is that he said uh, he said i'm just embarrassed i do think youtube pushes the boat on embarrassment quite a lot and then he went on to say well maybe that's what an artist is you know pushing your limit of embarrassment i'm like right. eh, maybe it's not i tell you what
3: <laughs> maybe it's not please Please tell me in this article, they admit that it was a bit cringe to force everyone who had an iPhone to oh, have their awful. album that time. Oh, that was yes. Do you remember that? that? Was, like, yeah.
2: I did not yeah. listen to all it. All right, mate. At all. It's like... Ever. Uh, but um, what I liked as well is he revealed that the name U2 came from... They had a graphic designer who was working on the band at the time. Um, and they were going to be called The Hype. And they thought that was a bit too obvious and this graphic designer came up with like a load of new names and logos and stuff for them. And they didn't like you two. It was just the least shit one on that piece of paper. Wow. So they went with that. And that is one of the most successful
1: pop rock bands of all time.
2: That's so is- The thing about
1: naming bands is you've got to be really careful if you if you are successful you're going to be stuck with it for a while because I know the Arctic Monkeys don't really like their name but I think that's a perfectly good I, I don't
2: think there's a good band name out there I think if you think if you think know. long enough about it they're all a bit shit the Beatles is a pun is a pun name
1: like
3: yeah I don't know man the Black Keys sounds pretty legendary like that's a cool band too I like and, them. I do quite like and them.
1: I like the Seal, Seal Cub Clubbing Club were, hey, that was a great name for a band unfortunately the band weren't quite good enough to live up to the name but you know they, it's a, a great name all the, na- all I've the
2: time uh, I've I've been in some bands with some good names too I had uh, Mind the Gap oh. Mind, oh, Mind nice. the Gap yeah, right.
3: uh, oh please tell me did you have the logo of the London Underground as your uh, album cover yeah
2: we would have done if we weren't 13 um, <laughs> <laughs> aka Dave there,
3: right. that's
2: a good one. Uh, trendy Beanie Bag yeah yeah, mm-hmm. uh, careless Talk <laughs> But not T-A-L-K the ke- T-O-R-Q-U-E Oh uh, no Because we were 16 and couldn't drive motorbikes um, <laughs> Oh that was bad uh, oh, no, no, oh. I've
3: been in some good ones You've got a lot of spare time for bands in Norfolk Haven't you mate like that, No yeah. that was all in Bristol Oh, oh East uh, Grinstead uh, East, you're, <laughs> I know someone from East Grinstead now Who's lived there like, Whoa
1: and is that one oh, of those man. bucket list things that you've <laughs> just talked about, you Jack? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> it's like easy. Long Buckby. Oh, no, it's just I've yeah. heard of East Grinstead like Long Buckby, and I think who lives there? Like, sorry, <laughs> 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 like, I did it's you, Jack. the heart of
2: Scientology so, did... and Mormons. Like, so anyway, anyway, what are the chances wow. that they would
3: both have the same home? <laughs> Shout out to the Grinsteadians. Is that what you call yourselves? Like, oh, amazing. <laughs> I didn't. So uh,
1: I think we should get Jack to be, having talked about The Apprentice earlier on, into the new series because he'd be the best at that bit where they all have to sit down and come up with a name. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times do you think before the terrorist group rose up, people had chosen ISIS or suggested ISIS as a name? <laughs> that's, not, that's the kind of name that they would use in The Apprentice. Yeah,
2: um, well, It was quite a popular a girl's name, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, and there's a nightclub in Nottingham. There was a nightclub in Nottingham, which is now a casino called ISIS. Mm. Like, literally, all through the 90s, ISIS was popping off, but in a different kind of way, guys.
1: (laughs) So that's, I mean, you know, they they ruined the nightclub in Nottingham. And, you know... You won't find that listed on the uh, atrocities, but it's, you know, it's down there right at the bottom, probably. But there you go. Uh, right. Do you have a story, Sparky? Have you got a new story?
3: Uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Um, I'm all about side hustles in 2022. Like, I'm I'm thinking, how can I make money on the side? Like, uh, more money, because I feel like next month I might not be able to afford my gas bill. Real story. Um So uh, I saw this news story on a guy who's been making money, doing something that I think dads just have to do anyway. It's their job. So that's why I'm bringing it to the Dad Podcast. And it's a guy that earns up to £160 a day standing in line for other people. Mm. (laughs) Amazing. I see Brad's into this. Brad, uh, like...
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. What? What?
3: I th- what, I so what like, are these people
1: need it, to be queuing for? How long? Yeah, like I mean, what queue like, are you actually, actually physically doing? So people
3: these, who right? want an iPhone or people who want gig tickets, which are queuable. Uh, mm-hmm. Madam, the, 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 his main money earner is in London, and we've all walked past it at one point and in, in, encouraged the family not to go. Madam Two Swords, and it can be up to like a three-hour queue in the for Madam Two
4: Swords. But got, like, can't you get most things online these days? Like, can't oh, you yeah. pre-book tickets uh, for Madam Two Swords online and get, like <laughs> if you. I mean, I, I can understand you standing in like line at the Croc store waiting to get like the latest. <laughs> there you go, man. The latest one, you know, but like
3: the like iPhone, you know, I'm waiting for Croc iOS 20, 24.
4: To come yeah, out.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in that massive queue of two people. And, yeah,
3: uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but this guy's just genuinely on an earner. Like, is um, yeah, he earns up to 160, six, 20 pounds an aerial charge, and like boot, like rich people in London who want to go to the theatres and to the museums mm. and stuff. We'll just he'll just he's advertising himself online and it's making buck making bank like oh. you know i, I brought it because i thought like i don't know if you guys do that but i end up if you know we'll stand in the queue whilst sj will go and do an amount of shopping like have you have you done that before uh you just take the hit for the family you'd be like oh you just
2: i honestly don't queue if there is a queue yeah. i'm not joy- like that's it we're not doing that
3: <laughs>
1: what
2: yeah he doesn't do it look at Jack.
1: have you never been to like a Theme park yeah, like,
2: with the kids. Uh, yeah, get fast pass, or I'm not going on yeah. that ride.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I, see, Life, life's I too short for queues, and I just don't understand. Like, like the functionality. Like, how do you time it? Like, if that guy's in a queue for you, how do you time it that you go off somewhere and then by the time you get back, yeah. you haven't lost your spot? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and this is what I was going to say, right? Because that's the thing with Sparky and SJ. You know, I get. Kind of if I'm in a queue, if I'm waiting and everyone else has gone off to do other things and they need to be back before I get to the front of that queue, I yeah. cannot relax. I am on edge. I am anxious. It, it, I'm like, what if we get to the front of the queue it, and no one else is here? How's it gonna happen? I'm gonna have to stand to the side and let people go past and
3: it'll be oh, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it's, if it's that a, bloke
1: has that every day when he's queuing for other people, because he must have to write when he's him. at the front. Oh no, yeah. Like he like, must be exactly desensitized
4: insane. to it. He must it's, be desensitized. It's, 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 it's exactly the same as like if, if if like you're in the the, the 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 queue to pay for your shopping at like Tesco, and you're getting right there to the front, and then. Shay will say, oh, I'm just going to go pop off and go grab yeah, this or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, when, you, when you're like packing, it, or like packing it into the bag, you're like really super slow. <laughs> so yes. Like, you let them come <laughs> yeah. back and you're like, uh, you know. <laughs> just too much pressure, dude. How Way far away are pressure. the
0: biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for God's sake. Get
3: back here. It's like it's not, she's not running supermarket sweep, style But okay, here's a, here's a question that I wanted to add with this as well quickly then. is So you are in the queue to Madam Two Swords with your family. Um, You've got the kids there, so you've got to be on your best behaviour. And said man is in front of you holding a space for a family of eight which just come barraging into the side of the queue. Like, are you saying anything or are you staying quiet, Dads? Saying something. (laughs) hundred ten percent. getting his knuckle dusters out of his bag. Brad's ready to go in. Open a can of whoop-ass Stone Cold Steve Austin style. Can I go for option C,
1: where I just go... (laughs) It's <sighs> oh, <sorry>. oh, <laughs> <aggression. laughs> quiet enough so they didn't really hear. But it makes me feel better. It's
3: like, I want them to know I'm angry. I'm not going to tell them, but I want them to yeah. know that I am not happy with that. Jack?
2: Option D I've not joined the queue. I oh, thought we've covered no, this. You
1: got to play the hypothetical game, Jack. <laughs> come on. Well, okay. Jack is the one enjoying not spending hundreds of pounds to go and see some wax works that look slightly like famous people. What? <laughs> Google it. Yeah. You can see them there. Well, Google the famous people. These <laughs> yeah. the actual, real famous people. <laughs> Watch them really in a film wax or something.
4: <laughs> uh, Brad, what's your new story? All right. So here we go. You ready for us? <clears throat> woman with two vaginas perfect. says she uses one for work and one for personal sex perfect <laughs> perfect
3: wow there we go Brad could there
4: be still on the good stuff a more Brad story yep. <laughs> yep bringing a whole new meaning to not mixing work with pleasure this OnlyFans star disgusting. has shared what it is like to have two vaginas where she uses one professionally and the other one for personal sex. Okay, I got a problem. Here's the Yes, well, well, well I can I just read this one, and, and we need to debate okay. this. Okay, yes, as well. can, this is can, important. Can Jack, can, don't interrupt the important story. Okay,
1: now it's cool, me. Cool. raising cool. Jack, okay.
4: Jack, you're <laughs> first. Jack, you're first in the okay. queue yeah, to yeah, answer. He's
3: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, gonna say, this in Jack's in the because he wants to get in the queue <laughs> <What? laughs>
4: But Jack's in the queue. So here we go. Adult content creator Evelyn mm. Miller. Didn't find out until the age of twenty that she had been born with two vaginas and two wombs. How do you get to the age of now twenty me. and not realise you've got two vaginas? Now now is she's, is not nah. she? she's not very investigative, is she? She's not. I mean, the two wombs, the two wombs. Yeah, I can understand that, but you got two vaginas and then an anus. Like, surely at some point in biology, you, went, you go, hmm. How many? You turn to your mate and go, "How many holes do you have?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, anyway, Jack, you
4: you had a question.
2: It wasn't a question. Or I was just gonna say one of them's not a vagina,
4: is it? But you've just said two wombs, but
0: so she has just so, got well, two. Tra- so, I've seen a diagram of this right on there.
4: the internet, and yeah yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so she has. No, she she has said that. Um, I thought one of them was just has. like a
2: skin pocket.
4: Oh no no no! Apparently, oh, apparently, oh, apparently... Jack, that's Is that
2: the name of your new band? Jack? <laughs>
4: <Skin> <laughs> I'm actually writing that down.
2: It, it's, it's my new scar <laughs> band, skin <fucking> pocket. <laughs> Jim
3: gets the copyright on that one.
4: (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't think I'll be getting much in my bank account for that. (laughs) So um, Jack, just answer, (laughs) just to answer your question. (laughs) Um, she says that there is a downside to having two vaginas: is the fact that she does have to use two tampons when she's on a period. Oh, she whoa, has to have, she has years. to have both vaginas. She, yeah, no, she's she has to have. Exactly, that's a good point, dude. When did she start a period? And how did she not yeah, know she was, blood coming out from she, another she vagina? She was
3: having a
2: period and she was putting a tampon up, and then getting to the end of there, mean like oh, that's a fucking mess. That's not doing its job. Exactly, is it? oh, exactly. Well, is, okay, guys, oh, no, I'm getting uncomfortable. On, I'm not hold gonna on, lie. Hold on, like, this Hold this on, is hold, on <laughs> hold on. You know how when women <laughs> live together, Together. sweating you know urban myth says that they sink their cycles yes okay. did this okay. woman yeah. sink her cycles between the two wombs or oh, can you imagine or, that? Or oh, is this wow. how she didn't notice because actually they had different cycles and she was just like I'm just regular as
0: regular <laughs> as anything like,
3: you know some of you guys I are only on for five days period I'm on for half a month is that normal <laughs> like yeah Geez, so many questions is she only wiped like does she go to we out of both real question like yeah. you know so she's only been wiping one for 20 Wait, she years. She only have one
4: pee uh, hole, I, but... I, 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 I was going to say, I was going to say, sucks. biology would oh, state, oh, I don't sucks. know if there's two urethras, I think it's just two actual oh, okay. vaginal canals.
3: <laughs> well, it's all the same though, isn't it? You know,
4: what? I, like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> but, uh,
3: another question.
2: I've got another question. Okay. If she gets pregnant right, in the, I assume it's front and back vaginas, not side yeah, to side. She says she,
4: can't, she, she says she could get potentially pregnant in both that of them. That was my yeah. question.
2: Okay, okay no, yeah. another question. If she gets pregnant in the front and the back vagina at the same time, or the left and the right womb, um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, obviously the womb connected yeah, to yeah, the yeah. to yeah. those vaginas, yeah.
3: hip <laughs> bone,
2: shoe <laughs> bones connected. <Sorry. laughs> are they twins? If she gets pregnant um, at the same time in both
1: wombs, well, no, because they're, they're not. They're not technically, are they? Because well, yeah. they have to but come from the same technically,
4: embryo.
1: They're technically, they're not even fraternal. Science hasn't really covered this, so. <laughs> science has covered it <laughs> like there's very much like kind of a a two child, children one no, womb rule no, with twins we don't know them. we
2: don't know if the womb the two wombs share the same set of fallopian tubes
3: therefore someone right, is this, just this, trying to flex this, that this. they've read a, vi- a vagina v- a a I can't even say yeah, it <laughs> they've read a vagina diagram this, before right. Jack the fallopian
2: tube releases two eggs pop pop right one goes into each womb. She gets pregnant in both wombs simultaneously because it's a threesome,
4: and then. <laughs> then, then, if it, yeah, on, right. dude, if it's two different semen samples, they can't be twins. Hold on. If it's, okay. if it's two different eggs, yeah. Yeah. It, no, yeah well, no, they could be. fraternal. twins, oh, yeah, which is okay. two eggs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Ignore
2: the threesome <laughs> bit, right? She's having a threesome, but the the third guy's <laughs> is he's infertile, right?
4: Okay. She okay. gets
2: pregnant in both wombs are they twins? Yes, they are paternal twins. I think I, I, I would think, say they're fraternal th- yeah, twins. That's,
3: yeah. Okay, yeah. but you know is it all right to have one in the work one? Because I thought she was keeping one for work. <laughs> uh, or one for play. It's like, hold oh, no, on, is that tax deductible, that twin? Like, uh, you know, because it's for work purposes. I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Come on, my tax man's going to need
4: to know. Can, I mean, this, I this new story I'm,
1: really has raised more questions than answers, hasn't it? I think. was going to
4: say, I've never seen Jack that enthusiastic about an article before.
2: <laughs> but I have to apologise because I was holding the screwdriver before the before that started. And I didn't mean to yeah. just gesture at all of you with this screwdriver so yeah. aggressively. He
3: mansplained vaginas with a screwdriver in his hand. Is there anything more uh, terrifying? And there was like a maniacal
1: look in his eye as he was just pointing it towards the Zoom camera. It was, he was one of those moments when I wish low we'd been recording. <laughs> Don't
4: sure in fact, after this, after this call, I'm going to go double check my life insurance is all in, in check yeah. because uh, I think Jack could be knocking soon. <laughs> and I'm going to have a rummage around check. I'm not hiding a
3: second D. right? Like, 37 years guys you know what I mean it's easily done by the sounds of this news story
2: I thought the other one was my appendix (laughs) (laughs) not my second dick and
3: right okay dad and with that
1: and with that let's stop cut end that's it we'll do the big questions of the week up next you're listening to Loose Dads have we Definitely not Have not even that? gotten there yet?
4: <laughs>
2: How long has this been going
3: on? <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. Jack, you're going to have to do some editing, mate. Oh.
4: <laughs>
1: This is Loose Dads from the Dadsnet and uh, Dadsnet have got this thing going on where they want to know what playtime is like for parents across the UK. So they want you to go and tell them, but, you know, they're not just going to ask you to do it for no reason, right? There's a reason. One, because then they get to learn about parents in the UK. But two, you might win yourself some great prizes, including a big Amazon voucher of 100 quid and a scooter as well. If you want to go and take that survey, then go to dadsnet.com slash dadsnet dash that's dadsnet.com slash dadsnet dash insight. Right, let's have a look at the big questions of the, the big question of the week. The big question of the week. The big question of the week. So this is where we take some questions that have been asked on the Dadsnet group on Facebook and we uh, put it to the panel and they come up with some usually I mean ropey answers and sometimes ones that are completely irrelevant and just go off on a tangent as I mean you'll have noticed happening quite a lot this evening anyway Um, so this one says I love my three-year-old more than anything she's becoming a total pain if I says black she says white everything's on her terms she's difficult and obstinate at times refusing to get dressed or eat it's just a battle does it ever end is this normal I'm tempted to go to Jack, but I don't think Jack's going to give you the answer you want. Jack, go on then.
2: I know I'm. Uh, I'm looking to you guys for help because that's my four-year-old, and my two-year-old actually. Yeah. Someone, yeah, oh, so- someone help me. <laughs>
3: um, the two-year-old thing, snap! Like absolutely, just no. Like even now, it's got down to the. Do, do you want to put a coat on? No, I want the 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 winter suit which goes over the legs which is really irritating (laughs) to put on you know but he always chooses that over the coat and we're only going in the car quick after a pick, you know everything he's not interested in so i don't know i I try and make it a game i try and give him a choice that's the only bit of advice but i'm just copying what my fiance put your damn foot
4: down put your bloody foot down you don't want to wear that tough you go outside in the cold Put your damn coat on.
3: <laughs> that's the South African way. Hundred percent, Hundred percent. But no. But the question being, Jack, have you had success with that, then as well, the old. So, daughter, do
2: you want so, so what I do is I I tend to give uh, my kids two options, both of which I want, so they can choose between, you put your shoes on or I'll put your shoes on, you know. So at least the shoes are
4: on. Or, yeah, that's right. It should be. Put your shoes on, or you go outside and you're barefoot and you freeze.
3: <laughs> you can step in some glass, <laughs> slash your foot open, yeah. and but then, I won't like, take you to A&E. Like, but then when they get
4: to, to nursery, someone
1: files a negligence charge nah, against you. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. And also, nah. even even if you're going out yourself, then you have to deal with a whinging child who's got glass on their feet. <laughs> and then you're like, oh. But you know what? I will feel better about it. Because I'll be like,
4: should have put your fucking shoes on, shouldn't you? I was right.
3: I'm
1: the Exactly. Dad. I was exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One yes.
4: <laughs> it's just a crying toddler to today. But no. On, on a serious note, though, I think, I think sometimes you don't need to be overly forceful, but you do kind of just need to be a little bit laying down the law of listen. You either do this or you don't. I mean, the amount of times I have Cole, as I said earlier, like he's exactly that obstinate. It's it's getting better as he gets older, which is always good. But it'll be. Um, can you go get your coat on? I don't want to. Well, we're going outside now. If you don't have your coat, you're going to be cold. Or and then he'll be like, oh, okay, fine. And he'll get his coat. Or you know, can you wear that for school? Oh, I don't want my jumper. That's fine. Don't go. Don't go to school with your jumper. That's fine. Let's get going. Oh, okay. I'll go get my jumper. So like, as soon as I'm, hmm. I'm not being like you just in quick. Before I'm not, you're not I'm giving not, him I'm a not being like, like, dude, you do as I say or you whatever. I say that's fine. That's fine. You don't do it, then this is what it's going to probably be like for you. You don't want to put your school shoes on. You go to school is- without your school shoes on. I would never let him go to school without his school shoes on. But the point is, I want him to. The- <laughs>
3: just in case anyone from Safeguard <laughs> just- <laughs> is listening,
4: because <laughs> there is that problem, though, isn't there? You're right. Like
1: you, it's kind of it, it's sort of doing it in a kind of right. Okay, you do that, fine. Uh, because otherwise, the other alternative is to go in hard, yeah. like, and then the the kids digs yeah. in, and then yeah. you mm-hmm. dig in, and then everyone's just digging in. And, and you know what, Jim? I, I learned and- that
4: that. I, I, I learned from that. I used to kind of do that. And then I was like, you know what? It's not the right approach. Um, and then I kind of backed off and thought, well, you know what? I'll just give him the, the option. One is right and one is wrong. And if he wants to go for the wrong one, then I'll just tell him what the consequences will be and then kind of make it like we're going to go somewhere. And then he'll realize, oh, actually, I'll be quite uncomfortable without whatever, or I haven't eaten breakfast, or, and then he does it anyway. So it's kind of like so just you, nudging do- them in the direction of where you want them to go. We're being a little bit kind of not. Massively aggressive, but kind of stern. See, Jim, I think that's the mistake I made,
2: or me and Danny made, is two dogmatic, independent, you know, like terrier with a rat type personalities. Decided to have children, and lo and behold, <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold, our children are very similar, uh, and and we'll probably end up in a situation in thirty odd years where they're talking on a podcast about the worst job they ever had <laughs>
3: and getting fired. From it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no DNA uh, test required. <laughs>
1: Let's have uh, another question then. Uh, this is what's the most ridiculous movie you've ever watched? This bloke said he'd just finished watching Fast and the Furious Nine. Loved it, but 45 seconds in, he'd already made too many not a chance that could happen comments. Loved the fact that it made no sense. It was co- thoroughly comical, but totally awesome. So, what's the most ridiculous film you've Rid- ever seen? Is anyone. Ridiculous. Got a ridiculous, ridiculous, as film? Like,
4: like ridiculous as in like. Like stupid? Or ridiculous as in like. Um, oh that, that was totally ridiculous, as in awesome.
1: Uh, I think he means okay. stupid. I think he just means he enjoyed it because it was so silly. But it sounds like I mean, I've not seen Fast and Furious 9. Okay. Because, because I saw like Fast
2: and short. Furious well, 1 and it was shit. <laughs> Why am I watching nine of them? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> The I, I got one for you. The the human centipede is the most ridiculous film in the world, right? I saw it on Sci-Fi. I Not don't, I don't want to talk about. We all know the obvious gag about the human centipede. Now works. But what annoyed gag. me the most? <laughs> no pun intended. But what annoyed me the most is like they're trapped. The room they're trapped in, like you can see them like banging at a door, like trying to get out. And right next to them is a phone. And I'm just like the whole time for the whole scene. I'm like. Just, Pick up that phone and ring the police, and every all of this is over. Like, just ring, the, and it just irritated me. And that is the most ridiculous film I've seen.
1: I, um, I've not seen this film, but there's one of the spin offs from the Fast and Furious film. I was, to- I was talking to someone about it because I was driving along the motorway once, and they, uh, all these helicopters came over, and it turned out they'd been filming it at a um uh an industrial estate in yorkshire obviously <laughs> um it is uh it's called hobbs and yeah. shaw or yeah. calvin oh, yeah, and, hobbs or, uh, and i was talking to them about it and, and my mate sent me a clip from that film of a car chase where I, I can't even begin to explain how ridiculous it was but it was like it was just there were cars flying everywhere people flying over and it's I'm tempted to watch that film just to see that scene again because it's one of the most ludicrous things I've ever seen. And, you know, when you've seen a clip and you thought, have I just dreamt that? Because that is so utterly ludicrous, you know, catching people who are hundreds of yards away with a hook and then pulling them back in, which would, like, yank their legs off. But, you know, it's just, it was so bizarre.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I can't one-up Fast and Furious. Like, it's, it's, it's the most ridiculous franchise
1: And they've managed to do at least nine um, with spin-offs as well. I don't know who's still watching it. I honestly don't.
2: Well, this guy on the dad's (laughs) next (laughs) movie.
1: Maybe that's it. Um, We will do more of those big questions next week if you put a question on. We have to do one more. We have to do one more. I'm really sorry.
2: I know we're running long. Uh, But I saw this post and took a screenshot of it and thought, we've got to talk about it uh, need some dad advice on how to get my kid to kick a weird eating habit our seven month old will pretty much only eat bowls of french's mustard
3: how <laughs> how did it's gross get there? but he
2: loves it he won't even touch any other brand and we have no idea what to try next
1: well, English mustard <laughs> next, you know, you move, yeah. you move up from one to the other, don't you? That's a progression. It it eventually you
2: eventually end up on
4: wasabi. Come
2: on. But sorry, how have yeah, you discovered exactly. that? How have you, yeah, that? Yeah. How have you sorry. When, you're, when you're baby weaning and you're doing that, you're like, oh, here's a here's a bit of mushed up broccoli, here's some <laughs> yeah. peas, uh, some ketchup, some mustard, I don't know. Shut, Shut up. Up point those oh, mustard cut. Like yeah, exactly, dude. Yes, like, yes. wait, like,
4: like... How? Oh, it
2: baffled me. Imagine that being the only thing your kid ate. <laughs> mustard. You go to the in-laws and they're like, oh, what a cute baby. Oh, isn't he lovely? What should we give him
1: for dinner? Mustard. i need mustard. <laughs> <laughs> so what? is he eating it like a soup like, then, like,
4: do you like think? literally, some like baby food oh. out of the
3: jar. Right. Wow. Okay, I'm disgusted. There's surely that no can't. Uh, I, I, value. I was going to say, right. yeah, Surely
4: that can't be good for the kids and like St- <laughs> Brad, Stop, system.
2: stop feeding your kid mustard.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, right. You know the same people who I'm reporting Brad to for letting his
3: kid go out with no shoes
2: on. Okay,
4: we're going to um, take this guy's think, name from the screenshot I think you find uh, Sparky in Africa. It's very common for us to go out without shoes on.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eating a jar okay. of mustard
4: on the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh this is loose dads from Net. we are going to be back next week catch up with us on the internet on uh, loose dads podcast on facebook at loose dads pod on instagram and make sure you give us a review tell a friend about this podcast and spread the word of loose dads thank you very much to brad cheers that was brilliant thanks a lot guys thank you to sparky
3: spread the word not the mustard <laughs> <laughs> thank you to jack cheers guys
1: Whose new band is called Spread the Mustard? <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week, I've been-
3: <laughs> Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.